This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. How do you envision the consumption layer in Web 2 differing than that of Web 3? We kind of identified the biggest one collecting, but is there anything else that the Spotify's and the Apple music of musics of the world are missing that you could probably potentially fix uh, through Web 3? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, another aspect of Web 3 um, that stands out, or maybe like the two biggest one that stands out to me is one is the social aspect of Web 3, um, and two is the composability aspect of Web 3. So to dig into each of them, the social aspect, well, a lot of Web 3 is about like finance, it's about NFTs, it's about these like financial objects that people are uh, engaging with, trading, transferring to each other. Um, and like finance and, and money itself is a social technology. Like money was invented and, and evolved because of the ways in which um, it allows people to socially coordinate with each other. Um, and uh, that aspect of um, the like social activity is something that's definitely missing from major music uh, streaming platforms, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify. We have seen a lot of cool experiments with that in uh, you know Web2, whether it's like SoundCloud um, or Last.fm or, or like some of the other um, more weirder social music experience, but um, th- the fact that they haven't really seemed to have taken off in the context of like the bigger streaming app winners is, is interesting. And it feels like um, an area that is still ripe for experimentation. And especially in the context of Web3, where the, the collection itself is completely entwined with the social landscape. Um, it's, I think, a, it hopefully will provide a fertile ground for building out social experiences um, where maybe they haven't fit that easily into a, a platform like Spotify due to the way in which people experience that app. Um, yeah. The second one that I mentioned is composability. Um, is this idea that uh, in Web3, so much of what people release is public, whether it's uh, an open source indexer or smart contract on chain <coughs> or stored on the blockchain. Um, the data and the applications are public and anyone can integrate with them and, and build stuff on top of them. Um, and so like even SpinUp today is built on that in the sense that SpinUp aggregates content that's already on chain that other platforms have been, um, you know, working with. Um, and we feel like that aspect of uh, Web3 also just opens up a fertile ground for experimentation, um, both within our team, um, also within other teams in the ecosystem and with the tools and open source systems that we release and infrastructure that we release, um, the ability to experiment through composability um, feels like it, it's something that could lead to a lot of innovation that we haven't been able to see with these like more closed APIs uh, in the Web2 streaming world. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.